Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic Bachelorette recap ever. Exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, uh, I, I this is I'm so excited about this week. I did a lot of TV yelling when I watched this one. Oh uh, yeah. Well, so I was like a day late in watching this. I didn't watch it as it was happening because I was uh, returning to the country from being away. Uh, typical um, excuse. I know. Ugh, I was overseas. Um, but my mom was like, get ready. It's stupid. So <laughs> I oh, didn't yeah. get to watch it with her, but we did like have a little download afterwards. And, um, you know, so we were able to exchange some thoughts and I also have those thoughts as well. So here we go. <laughs> Oh Lord. <laughs> That's what happens when it's like it's my first day back at work in like a week. I'm just like blah, 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 blah. so this is gonna be a fun recap. Plus I've already been drinking vodka. So Perfect. Let's get this show on the road. Just mm-hmm. just don't pass out or we'll have to take you to the hospital bachelorette style. So one of my first notes besides that I was eating oatmeal at the beginning of the episode, so my notes are kind of sparse. Um, that on this episode, pictures, horses, insecure men, and required ER room footage. It's all you need. <laughs> That's the making of a great bachelorette or bachelor episode. Um, so we get the guys in the morning. Um, P.S. To like none of the men wear glasses. Mm-hmm. What is up with that? I'm really no, I'm legit surprised. Like every every morning bachelor bachelorette scene, it's like you find out then that half the cast wears glasses. Oh, sure. And this time nobody seems to. And there's I certainly no everyday wearers. Yeah. These are these are the things that uh keep me up at night. Um or do they sleep with their contacts in? That's really bad for your cornea. Oh, I hate, why do people do that? I did it, but I was 19. But that's why I wear glasses every day now. Yeah, see? That's that's what it'll do to you. I'm a cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I look cute in glasses. Um, but Chris was like, yeah, that was intense last night, right? You saw an emotional side of Hannah, a.k.a. her only side. <laughs> that's Yeah. Um, but that's okay. But take advantage of the time you have because there's like always group dates, one-on-ones, and um, all that matters in the first group date is that John Paul Jones is in it. Uh-huh, exactly. And he's he's all we have left because right now we have a couple of guys that are straight up insane. Yeah. And then we have a giant pool of reasonably nice, reasonably attractive men who are utterly devoid of charisma and personality. And then you got John Paul Jones. So yeah, that's so true. There's only yeah. one person to root for at this point. <laughs> there seriously is, and you don't have Matt Donald because Hannah, you were dumb and you yeah. let him go on day one. And what's wrong with you? And I'm sure he'll be in paradise. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so guys are pissed because Cam's going to be on this group date, and he already crashed one. So they're like, no fair. Mm-hmm. Um. And the date card title was something about like being pushed to the limit. So then I was like, push it to the limit, limit in my notes. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, one thing that I was, there's always things that like I dream of happening in the show and they never happen because I'm not running the show. Um, But I wanted one of the guys to jump into Hannah's arms. Um, But instead one of them picked her up, which is as a short girl, it's so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I get picked up all the time. Well, I mean, I mean, luckily for me, I'm not a very large man or a very strong man. So I'm not much of a picker upper, but also Hannah quilted or otherwise (laughs) quilted or otherwise. I'm not quicker or picker uppery. Right. Hannah looks like she weighs 80 pounds soaking wet. So I feel like if, if a, a muscle man, because all these guys got to be over 200 pounds. If they jumped into her arm, I think her her bones would actually shatter. She has bird bones is what I'm saying. I was just going to say bird bones. Um, anyway, uh, so then instead of running into Hannah's arms, which that would have been cooler. Well, that's fine. Um, Jason Biggs and Jenny Mullen are on the show um, because they can't get enough of The Bachelor. Yeah. And I mean, it's good to know Jason Biggs still has a career. Good for him. Well, you know that they're like super fans, like actual super fans, right? I did not know that. I I figure anytime I see a recognizable celebrity on The Bachelor, I assume they just said they do it for free because they're fans. Yeah, they're super obsessed um, because Jenny Mullen did some after shows uh, for one season or another, and they might have a podcast or... At least they they talk about The Bachelor a lot. Is it, if they have a podcast, do you think it's better than this one? No. I, I, I didn't think so. That's yeah. easy. <laughs> That's a very easy. There's only like one other Bachelor podcast I would give any props to. Um, and it's not there. I don't even know if they have one. Not, their imaginary podcast sucks. Um, <laughs> Suck it, Jason Biggs. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Aving Silverman was dumb. What was that TV show? Wait. He was on Orange is the New Black, right? Yeah, yeah. He played yeah, the, uh, like, the husband. The, well, the, yeah, yeah, I was like, what's the last thing I saw him on? But I stopped watching that after like three seasons. Yeah, um, that's the correct move. They, so they decided because they missed the memo because they've just come on for this one episode. They're like, we're going to tell one more Colton Virgin joke. Um, Never get old. They and do. They're, yeah, and it's like, guess what we're going to do? And did it? Wasn't it um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis? Didn't they do like a baby thing in the last one? Yeah, I think so. They they did like some yeah. sort of relay race or something like that. But uh, Ashton Kutcher is, is not available because he has grown a mustache and is testifying at a murder trial right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> is serious. Very, <laughs> he's got a very interesting life right now. I mean, I really like both of them. I'm not going to say anything shitty about them. Um but they, so they, these two are coming on to do the baby thing. And it's like, oh, we're going to show you what it's like to breastfeed by putting clothespins on your nipples. And we're going to put weights on you and have you walk around. And then we're going to simulate childbirth pains. Yeah. Um, which was fun or whatever. Oh, and we're going to give you female anatomy quiz questions. Mm-hmm. Which was not surprising how they you know, poorly answered that, but uh, well, I'm still surprised. On I mean, Cam's straight up like cuckoo, but the fact that he thinks gestation lasts two weeks, like even if he thought gestation meant menstruation, he's mm-hmm. still wrong. So 
Yeah. Like, I, literally, there's nothing <laughs> that lasts two weeks. I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. <laughs> I just love the idea of him thinking that he like knocked up a girl. He's like, well, we got to have the baby shower next week because then it's just going to be here. So, yeah, I'm just like, oh, God, like you're in software sales. I don't know if that means you're smart. Obviously, your rapping proves otherwise, but you probably have some form of intelligence. Like, how do you not? Did you not take the SATs? Like, I really I have so many questions. Um, John Paul Jones shook the baby. <laughs> that was good. I enjoyed that. It, I mean, it wouldn't stop crying. That's what you need to do. Um, let's see. The best the best reactions uh, with the labor pain simulator were only like two people were the were the only ones I thought were kind of funny. I thought Tyler was funny, which is just them um, like electrocuting these guys directly like under their belly buttons, right? Yeah, yeah. Tyler is real funny. I think they put him like close to the muscles so that they can contract ah. the way they would for labor pains. Cause, sure. Um, because they're contractions. Um. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, yeah, I just wrote that Tyler is our court jester, but that was before we got to see John Paul Jones' reactions. And my favorite thing about his reactions are that he is so the opposite way all the other times on the show. And as soon as they put those things on him, I've, I, he just made every face. He made all the faces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then and he was, was just like crushing Hannah's hand that he was when he was holding her it hand. It was so funny. I like teared up. I, I thought that was legitimately funny. My greatest um, fear during that entire sequence was like, what if you didn't go to the bathroom before and you just like yeah. shit yourself or peed your pants? Because that's well, all I was saying. It would be like even more realistic. Yeah, exactly. I've, all those guys should have shit their pants. The rude truth, yeah. Um, and then there's a the diaper <laughs> change challenge where they all have to change each other's shit-filled diapers. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, Jed, okay, the Jed and labor thing was like kind of creepy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, a little bit. I was kind of creeped out. Um, anyway, let's go past all this stuff to the group date night where they're having a fun cocktail party with no labor pains. <laughs> Um, it seems like, I mean, who do you think Hannah's into the most? It seems like maybe Jed mm-hmm. is the guy she's into the most right now. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say who, did, it sounded like you said, who, who is Cam into the most? No, who's Hannah into okay. the most Cam, right Cam is into himself the most. I Cam think, is into himself more than anybody else on the show. Yeah, I, I think right now, Jed and Cam, uh, not Cam. Cam is the only person I can think about. Jed and Connor look like they're they're doing sure. pretty well. Yeah, Connor could be up there. I think. Yeah, Jed, Peter, mm-hmm. um, those kind of seem like the front runners for Hannah right now. And even though Jed bugs me, I don't know. Maybe he's the best one. Yeah. I don't know. Jed kind of bugs uh, me, and then Peter is he's mayonnaise. There's there's nothing interesting about him. Uh, I, I think yeah. Mike is kind of a dark horse candidate, but he's doing the problem where I think she really likes him and she has a connection with him, but he's he's engaging in the bachelor slash bachelorette drama, which you never do. Yeah. You can't yeah. be the guy who's like, oh, I need to talk to you about someone in the house who might be here for the wrong reasons. Uh, like You can't be that guy. You're not going to last. He's growing up. Um, Snitches don't get last- roses. <laughs> the only other thing I wanted to say about... 
Jed, the scene with Jed when they were talking and she was like, I'd live in Nashville. And it's like, oh, well, there you go. Show's over. Um, They they celebrated their romance by littering chicken nuggets. So don't know. And they they just have Um, an endless supply of Chick-fil-A or something on this show because John Paul Jones is also eating chicken nuggets throughout this episode. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> Nervously which, stuffing his face with chicken nuggets, which is what I would do in his position. Very relatable. John Paul Jones is really my favorite. Um, so Cam, for some reason, thinks he had the least one-on-one time because, yeah, all he thinks about is himself. But my my favorite part, like, I really can't tell if I love or hate Tyler. Mm-hmm. I I'm really on the fence right now. But I will say, I love that he equated the Bachelorette with first grade soccer. Yeah. Where he's like, he's like, well, if we're, cause like, that's where his, that's where his mental capacity is. Mm-hmm. It's like right around first grade soccer. He is, he is <laughs> absolutely just a box of rocks. There is yeah, nothing going he is, on. But he's real cute. That's so true. But he'll be like, oh, you know, like if everybody's running after her, mm-hmm. then you're not going to like score a goal or whatever. Yeah, which is got little kids soccer is horrific. It's some Mad Max shit. All they do is the ball is just in, in like a little scrum circle, and they all just kick the shit out of each other. It's horrible. <laughs> so he's like, "Can you guys stop following me around so that I can score with Hannah?" That's basically <laughs> yeah. the extended metaphor. Yeah, I think so. Um, Mike get is like the first one to get vul- vulnerable. Um. And he talks about the miscarriage that his ex had, mm-hmm. um, which didn't feel skeezy. No, it felt, it felt organic. It made yeah. sense. And he was like, but the only thing about Mike is like, I really liked Eric um, on Rachel's season. Sure. Yeah. Um, until the whole paradise, like, you know, <laughs> like non-committal bullshit. Which is but I, every I, person you like on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, really. Yeah. They're fine till they get to paradise. Then you're like, oh, my God, this person's a monster. And then they just explode. But I still I still do have like a soft spot for Eric. But I will say sometimes he gets like too motivational speakery for me. And I'd say Mike gets the same way mm-hmm. where like I kind of wish he just like dropped that. And you know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. where he's like. I'm always positive. You you know me. I'm always positive. And it's like, oh, God, just like be. But I feel like you kind of get more of him later in the episode. But anyway, I thought that was a good story. I, I know my mom really likes him. I think Mike is my mom's favorite. Yeah. Um, And I don't blame her. Like, I think he's cool. And yeah, it seems pretty normal and whatever. But yeah, he's starting to like uh, drift into dangerous territory. Um, Let's see. What did Cam say around then? Did he say anything vulnerable in that? Because I wrote that, but I don't remember what he said here versus what he said later. I I think he didn't really say much here. He kind of saved it up for later. Although what he was saving is he promised a bombshell and gave us a, a, a really soft, wet fart. So... We have, I have so much to say about that later. Oh, it's um, so good. I said, I fucking hate his jacket, sweatshirt, pocket square combo. What a chode. Oh, yeah. That was Those weird. The, the hoodie with the jacket. Yeah. And then, oh, boy. I wanted to die. Um, John Paul Jones calmly eats nuggets. You thought he was nervously eating nuggets. I said that he was calmly eating nuggets. <laughs> um, so that was my read on the situation. But I love it. He was just like, you want one? That was good. <laughs> 
Again, exactly what uh, I would do. We are all John Paul Jones. Every normal yeah. human who watches The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, you are John Paul Jones. Embrace it. <laughs> yeah, and that's you're better for it. Um, we find out during this um, little like intercut, like when they get back, they cut back to the house that Connor's going to get the date, and it's let set sail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, this is where I wrote, do I like or hate Tyler? I can't figure it out because um, I think he was, like, kissing her or whatever. Yeah. Um, so then uh, there's a lot of things that are really abrupt in this episode and in this season in general where it's like, did I miss something? And I'm not going to rewind it, but I'm pretty sure I didn't miss anything <laughs> and that they just didn't tell it. Like, it was just like Hannah's in the ER and Connor gets a message that she canceled the date and invited him over to her hotel suite, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it was just like, Oh, okay. Well, we're changing the date now. And we don't find out until later, like why she went, it was just like kind of weird editing. I thought, totally. um, so Connor, but I feel like they always do a home date anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was like, Oh, we're just going to do the home date now. Yeah, you yeah. know? Um, the florist didn't want to be on TV. Yeah, that was um, kind of odd. <laughs> and yeah, it was weird. It's like, you don't really? Uh, I mean, you deal in romance. And this is a show about that. Mm. Anyway, maybe they were just, my thought, my theory right now that I just came up with in my head just a second is that they're like total Luddites and they just haven't checked their email and they forgot to sign. Yeah, that seems likely. Yeah, like, oh, I don't really use computers. Um, I don't know how old they are, but that's their voice. That's totally their voice, yeah. Okay, anyway. So Hannah's in bed journaling in silk pajamas. That's what I do every day. Uh Um, (laughs) Who among us has not? (laughs) Yeah, it's like so normal. Um, I love that she kisses him and then says that she's not contagious. (laughs) Um, don't worry. I'm not contagious. Yeah. I'm not contagious. Uh, (laughs) I was trying to order Instacart while I was watching this part. Um, I was really trying to like maximize my day back from vacation, Mm -hmm, obviously. Um, Instacart's amazing by the way. Maybe someday they'll sponsor us. I think they're amazing. Oh yeah. I've. You get to watch people pick out your groceries. Ooh. That's weird and cool. Yeah, like you can, it'll say like found, 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 replaced. And you can like, basically you can see what people are shopping for you while it's So it's like a voyeuristic feedback loop. And I could put like weird shit on a grocery list and then (laughs) just kind of be like, yeah, yeah, you're picking that up. Yeah, go shop. Um, My my Instacart shopper was very nice and... um, I had like a free trial. Normally it's like $3.99 for delivery, but I had a free trial. And so I gave him like an extra big tip and I thought it was really nice. Anyway, and it saved me an hour of my life. Um, Let's see, Connor. Oh, this was actually kind of sweet and sad. Um, You know, she she talks about like what was happening, why she went to the hospital, Mm -hmm. you know, just sounds like she was like worn out, dehydrated, whatever. Um, I don't know if you watch Southern Charm, but this happened on Southern oh, Charm as well. Okay. I just assume yeah. I, I think it's just kind of a Southern thing in general, right? It's just like, oh, I feel a bit <laughs> faint. I must have the vapors. And then she just passes out under the willow tree. That's how she does it. Yeah, that's basically what happened to 
Danny on Southern Charm like a season or two ago. Like they were like on vacation or something and she just wasn't drinking enough water and had probably too many margaritas and didn't have food, you know, like she just was like totally depleted and she just passed out. Um, So that's kind of what happened. And then Connor's like, I see you and raise you a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, oh, well, fuck. Um, No, but I thought it was actually kind of sweet where he was talking about how, you know, watching his mom go through all of that, like, like showed him how strong his parents' relationship was and. You know, I I thought that that was like, this is kind of once you get to episode three, you start to get those like, you know, the emotional stories start coming out. But once again, like Mike, this totally fit in and was 100% organic and good. It's a good place to put in that story. So good for him. Um, So that's cool. Um, oh, and I thought it was kind of, I did think it was kind of cute that he left those notes around the house. Yeah, that was a nice touch. Well, I mean, he was either cute or shout out to the production assistant who gave him the idea, but, uh, it was right. nice. But it was cute regardless. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder what his love language is. <laughs> um, that's what I wrote. Uh, <laughs> but like, and then they were like, well, he's going to get a, like, this is when they started the whole pity rose conversation. Mm-hmm. And they were like, he's going to get a pity rose. And I was like, whatever. He got a rose. So stop hating on him. Jealous. Nothing but haters. Um, uh, And then, so then, you know, she's like, well, the day's not over. Come back. I feel better. Um, And because I had fluids. Good for me. And then I wrote, is this the guy from Train? And then I said, oh, nope. He's he's someone (laughs) I don't know. I thought maybe he was... Somebody who was kind yeah. of known, but that's not true. His name is Lucas Graham. I've never heard of him, but he's oh. Danish. So there we go. Well, there you go. Yeah, I have. I had no idea either. So <laughs> his name is Lucas Graham, and Connor pretended oh, to that's, know. That's him another bachelor rule that people don't realize. Like you have to be like, Ugh. oh yeah, yeah, I love this. And then in the thing, she's like, it was so nice. <laughs> like. Dancing with Hannah and listening to Lucas Graham, country music superstar who I love, Lucas Graham. (laughs) Lucas Graham, my best friend, Lucas Graham. Like the only person I ever believed was when was when Becca freaked out to like, what's her what's Mm -hmm. her face? Betty who that seems realistic at least. (laughs) That felt real as hell because she was like, "Ah!" um, and it was like anyway. Um, I really hated his whole, I'm sick with the Hannah fever. Why did you let producers tell you to do that? Stupid. Um, okay. Now we get to the interesting part that I spent a lot of time Googling. Um, Tyler G had to leave because they didn't mention why on the show, but I know why. Oh yeah. I mean, my first reaction was who's Tyler G. And then my second reaction was what the fuck happened? So what the fuck happened? So Tyler G was that guy who had the nose. Oh yeah, the schnoz. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who that guy is. Isn't he's yeah. the, he's like a grad student, isn't he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Get this. Um, word on the street on the internet is that he's an extreme misogynist. Oh. And I'm gonna pull up the Reddit thread where I found this. Okay. Here we go. Posting this. 
from a, this is a, this is a, from a user on, um, on, uh, the bachelor. It's an unverified rumor, but, uh, I'm sure it's true. Uh, posting this from a throwaway account because I'm an active poster and don't want this tied to my account or friends. But two of my best friends went to high school with Tyler Gwodes, however Mm. you pronounce his last name. There's a lot of Z's in his last name. Um, they both say that he is the biggest asshole douche of all time. My friends, my friend used the words extreme misogynist. The story that most caught my attention involves his treatment of an ex. Apparently, he dated a really sweet girl, but they would get in public screaming matches oh often. The relationship ended horrifically. While in Europe, he spit on her oh. and left. Neither of these friends really watched the show, but they cannot believe he's going to be on TV. Why are they doing Hannah like That's this? That's crazy. So do you think he left to go like do misogyny or like what? What? <laughs> I think they found out and yeah. kicked him off the show. That's kind of, that's kind of the rumor. Like, okay, so hold on. I also found, so on ET and sorry if this auto plays a video, I'm going to try <laughs> not to have it do that. Um, two weeks after fans watched bachelorette, Hannah Brown dramatically. Oh God. Ah. It's playing. Did you hear no. that? That was loud. Oh, good. Um, two weeks after fans watched Bachelorette, Hannah Brown dramatically sent home a contestant with a girlfriend. Another man has left the competition, but a little more mysteriously. Halfway through Monday's episode of The Bachelorette, Hannah casually revealed that Tyler G was no longer part of the cast just one week after he got the season's first one-on-one date. Tyler G had to leave, and that's upsetting because I really enjoyed my date with him, but then quickly moved on. So what happened? He was reportedly removed by production amid online comments and an accusatory Reddit thread about Mm. his behavior. When asked by E.T. about her connection with Tyler last week, however, Hannah didn't imply anything was off. I think the date went really good, she shared. I think the date went really good. It was fun. I smiled. He (laughs) smiled. (laughs) We didn't see our conversation the first night, but he just has a gentle spirit (laughs) about him. I feel like he was a really good first date for me because obviously my first dates don't always uh, go that well, she joked. <laughs> Referencing her awkward first date with Colton Underwood on The Bachelor. Tyler was just really calming and nurturing for me to feel confident going into these one-on-ones because that's a long time with a person with a very intimate, well, as intimate as you can uh-huh. get. Uh, the Alabama <laughs> the Alabama native had nothing but good things to say about Tyler, but told E.T. that she would have no problem confronting men if something wasn't to her liking. I handle things directly in my own beast way, God. she said with a laugh when asked how she could try to make handle on her season. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, absolutely, guys felt the wrath of the beast. They're probably still in the corner shaking, as they should. Oh, God. Um, so anyway, so she's not admitting that that's what it is, Mm. but the rumor is that, um, those comments are, were the reason that he got sure. And he's probably still shitty because the other thing is, is that he's, yeah, like they could be like, Oh, he could have said that's, you know, that's not true or blah, blah, blah. But maybe, maybe they were witnessing some behavior in conjunction with the stuff they found that were like, okay. We figured he might be a dick, and now we have confirmed that he is garbage. So that's probably for the best. Right. Right. Well, and it says, like someone said, the producers have to know enough to read Reddit now. This post should do the trick, hopefully. So, like, yeah, they really did, like, get him off the show, I think. Wow. 
Oh, wait, wait. Somebody said, hold on. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Someone. Okay. Sorry. I'm reading through Reddit now just to make sure. We should make sure to keep using Tyler Gwodes' name. That way, whenever he's Googled, this will pop up. Man, Reddit is savage. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> this is pretty bad. Anyway. Um, okay. So that's the rumor. I don't know if it's true. Don't sue me. Uh, I just read Reddit. So on a group, so they're on a group date. Uh, there's a photo shoot with Andy Warhol. <laughs> um, I mean, Franco, I super annoyed. He needs to find his own look. Um, so the men are paired up with models for photo shoots and the boys are like, Oh, this is going to be so tempting. It's like, you're telling the joke before you even know what the joke is. Okay. You don't even know that you're being set up. Um, but instead, it's animals, and it's a secret life of pets, too. It's basically tie-in. a 20 minute long secret life of pets commercial. <sighs> what do pets get into when we're gone? Who Let's knows? Let's find out. Like, oh my God. Um, I am not surprised at all that Hannah has two golden retrievers. Um, I'm also not surprised that Demi's yeah. back on the show. God damn it, Demi. Um, so she's back to take care of my Hannah to try to find they out. They were who never needs to friends. Go. Why is this a thing now? I don't no, understand anything. I <laughs> don't. It's so annoying. Um, so anyway, so Demi's back on the show for stupid reasons. And okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like before the commercial break, Hannah said something like, Demi figured out who really needed to go. And then the answer afterwards was no one. <laughs> So I was very yeah, confused little, little by that. Do you remember right? that? So anyway, so these, so she, she had like a makeup artist and what, like a, like a pet handler, uh, come in as plants to flirt with the guys. Like they didn't know that they were on camera all the time. I mean, maybe some of them are dumb enough to fall sure. for it, but no. Um, and I wrote Luke P is a douche, but I'm sure he won't be caught. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. And I, that was true. That was true. And he said, I'm genuinely developing a real relationship uh, with this girl. Shut up. I hate you. Um, let's see. Uh, I would have been happiest with the pig for sure. That was a note about the animals that they got. Um, let's see. Luke's trying to chat with Hannah afterwards. And she's like getting real mm-hmm. tired of him. Which is good. <laughs> She's like, he doesn't have to stand beside me to know we're good. We're good. Um, and she thinks he's cocky and she's over it. Um, okay, Grant, right? Or no, Garrett, Garrett, the golf pro guy with the sleepy yeah, eyes. Um, I think he's very cute. I think he might be the Ooh. cutest one. Um, yeah, he's my favorite, I think. Um, I don't think he's going to go all the way, but I, he seems like super normal and very low key, but he's still getting a lot of mm-hmm. screen time, which makes me think maybe he's going to get more time later. Like maybe he's, cause sometimes the people they pick at the end, you don't see them for the first like four episodes. Yeah. I, that's, that's another thing too. And we're at this point too, where I, I mentioned it earlier, but it's like, Nobody has any fucking personality. It's driving me insane. So 
no. I hope someone starts to stick out and it almost feels like they're they're just kind of throwing stuff against the wall to see if something sticks and the owner the only real entertainment value is the psycho boys and John Paul Jones but none of those guys seem long for this world so uh yeah yeah Okay, so Garrett, yeah, I think actually on paper too, Garrett is a really good mm-hmm. match for Hannah. They're both mm-hmm. from Alabama. Um, he's a golf pro. He enjoys going Ooh. to church, running, and drinking beers with his friends. That's like totally oh, yeah. a good match for Hannah. You know, his sister-in-law signed him up because she sees so many similarities between him and Hannah. And he once snuck into Mississippi State's football stadium after hours and made out with his girlfriend on the 50-yard <laughs> line. And he thinks the most romantic city in the world is Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. That actually, like, that seems like a really good yeah. fit that tracks for Hannah. So I'm like Team Garrett. Like, he's not mm-hmm. for me. Luke S. would be my choice. Um because he's a tequila enthusiast and a political consultant. Um, but that's no, not going to work for not Hannah. At all. Um, yeah. So team, team Garrett, this Garrett, not Becca's Garrett. Fuck that guy. Um, he seems cool. Anyway, I think they had cut in with him saying something. And then I was like, he's so cute. Um, but I, this was something I really appreciated about when Luke came up and started talking to Hannah is that she was like, I want to call my own shots. I actually really appreciated that. I thought that was super cool. Um, She's no Rachel, but she's pretty good at like speaking her mind. And I thought that that was awesome that she's like, I don't want you telling me what I should be doing right now. I want to call my own shots. Yeah. Uh, Everyone thinks Luke P is unstable because he is. it's it's not like a little thing. It's like you shouldn't be here. You know, sometimes they're like, oh, so-and-so, he's he's unstable. He's flying off the handle. It's just like, no, he's just got weird bro problems and a lot of, you know, testosterone that he needs to fucking shake around everywhere. But it, Luke is genuinely yeah. unstable. He has crazy eyes. He looks like a murderer. I genuinely believe that he is a psycho and... Pam is a sociopath, yeah. so really they should be paired up together and get married. <laughs> He's like the unfun version mm-hmm. of yeah, Chad. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good way of putting it. Like, Chad's fun. <laughs> I, he's good TV. Like, Luke isn't even good TV. No, he, just he makes me really uncomfortable. And, go home. and when I said I was screaming at the TV, yeah. and we'll, we'll get into this, but it was it was all it was all Luke and Cam, and it wasn't me like yelling at them, "Oh, you idiots or anything like that. It was me like with my hands on my head, just going, "Ah <laughs> yeah, run, <laughs> run. Um, yeah, I'd rather watch somebody eat a raw sweet potato, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, any day than Agreed. These fucking assholes. um uh i I feel like last last recaps I was nostalgic for Chad still nostalgic Chad for him um I just, I just love Chad uh <laughs> okay so Peter all right so <laughs> following on the whole idea that Peter is mayonnaise I this was like one of my favorite parts of the episode where he's like oh my parents met in the craziest way 
So my mom was a flight attendant and my dad was a pilot. And I was like, that's no, not a funny story. That's just they yeah, met that at work. That's what everybody does. Oh, my God, Peter, you're so oh dumb. God. Um, and he's like, she saw his butt and was like, that's a man I'm going to marry. And so now he's all into love at first butt sight. And it oh makes God. me so annoyed. <laughs> makes me butt hurt, really. <laughs> well played. Um, <laughs> um, and his mom was Miss Illinois, which is cute. He is so boring, but he might win. I mean, because I thought he was going to be like a misogynist douche because he came in mm-hmm. in a pilot uniform, but he he's actually sweet. Um, I'll give him that. Anyway, well, at least he plays it off like he is. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so then Hannah calls. So after all the guys kind of have their dates, she calls Luke back to to tell him to work harder Mm -hmm. and fix this. Okay. You cannot. Um, And so I think that's kind of funny because he's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll take a note of that. And that to me is like, if he is in fact, a sociopath, you're training him how to change his behavior to please you. It's real great. It's fantastic. Creepy, like really creepy. Like just, you're doing. Have the you wrong ever thing. seen someone um, with crazy or crazy eyes? Because I don't know if I have. He's just like I don't know how she doesn't feel. I mean, I feel like she's starting mm-hmm. to get it, and maybe she's just one of those people that's like, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt, even if they yeah, seem yeah. crazy. Like I don't know, but she is like giving him way too much leeway, and she, but she is warning him. I would have kicked him off by now, but whatever. Um, so she gives, uh, Peter the rose. Um, and then I wrote America's ass. So anyway, um, just, uh, it's it's just been on my mind since I watched Endgame. Um, okay. So we're at the cocktail party already. Yeah, that's good. Um, not a lot happened in this episode, despite, all of the things that seem like they should have happened. Like I mean, yeah, I yeah. took a lot of notes, but I don't know. It was not no, that it was very an episode, even though there yeah, were it was two very crazy people. Like if if you need to understand, it, yeah. this is it's a pacing nightmare, and there's only so much editing they can do. And the whole <laughs> idea behind the Bachelor is they gotta keep you. I mean, this is like the fence jump with with the last season. It's just, they're stringing yeah. you along, and they do that episode to episode, but also within the episode. And here. It's just like, God, they loaded everything in the last 10 minutes. That's that's where all the meat was in this episode. Yeah, there just wasn't a whole lot. So anyway, so they're at the cocktail party. And this is the, now it's become a tradition every season for Chris Harrison at some point to say, we're not going to have a cocktail party. And And actually, it happens two times a season. Once one time a season it happens and they don't have anything and they go right to the rose ceremony. And the other time it's because we're having another kind of party. So he's like, it's not a cocktail party and it's not a pool party, but it's at the pool and it's a tailgate party. Yay. (sighs) Um, Which I thought they were going to go to like a football game or something. And no, they're just, they're just throwing a football. And then it's like, we're just going to, we just put cornhole here oh, and maybe a grill. Cornhole um, or bags? Obviously, you, yes. you're a cornhole person. Is that correct? 
Yeah, well, because I went to college in Indiana, yeah. and so see, it's cornhole. I I went yeah. to college in a in a state that is divided, so I call it cornhole because the oh. western side of Michigan is a cornhole side, and I and I went to to school at oh. Western Michigan, but where I grew up in the Metro Detroit area, it's called bags. So I don't I don't know where that line is, or if there's been any sort of yeah. civil war, but well, and in Wisconsin, it's like mostly bags. yeah, mostly bags. But some people, some yeah, people it's the say Chicago cornhole, people, Chicago people really, are cornholers. <laughs> I think it, re- <laughs> I think it really depends on where you went to college. I really do because yeah, when I went to college, everyone was like, yeah, you want to play some cornhole, and that's like the first time I ever played it or remember playing it was college. So, so for me, it's cornhole. Um, but yeah, that's all they really did. Maybe they had brats. That's the Wisconsin yeah. in me coming out. I spent a whole weekend out of the country with people from states that are not my state. Um, talking, but I sat next to someone who mm-hmm. grew up in Wisconsin, and we just we spent like three hours talking about Wisconsin. Um, because that's what you do when you're from here. Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> so we were just like brats, cheese curds, and beer on repeat for three hours. Um, and meat raffles, oh, which I I'm never one was upping you on of. the meat raffles. I never did a meat raffle. This guy was from oh, Central Wisconsin, and he's like, we, he's like, we did meat raffles all the time, and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. We don't do meat raffles where I'm from, and he was like, what? But then we were like, we united back on fish yeah, that's fries. Fine. So, okay. so the meat raffle thing, I saw yeah. that for the first time. I was at a bar in Racine, and there was a, a big, um, like a poster for a meat raffle. And I was oh. like, what's a meat raffle? And had to have that explained to me, but <laughs> right I have question. found something more Wisconsin than a meat raffle. I I was at a bar what? a few days ago, and they listed the specials on the menu, and there's no special on Friday, but starting at 3 p.m., there's a butter and eggs raffle. <laughs> Imagine just winning a fuckload of butter. I just took a sip. Butter and eggs <laughs> raffle. <laughs> I want a butter and I can't, I don't even eat butter and I want a butter and eggs raffle. The only thing that I could think of that was close to a meat raffle that I've ever been to, because to clarify, I've never been to a meat raffle. I'm sorry. Um, Is my grandparents who lived up North, um, their church, or no, I don't even know. No, I think it was their church. They would mm-hmm. do bingo nights. And you'd go and you'd get a plate and you'd play bingo. And if you won, you won like a couple bucks. Sure, so sure. It was, you know what I mean? It was like just silly fun. But in those days, gas was a dollar a gallon. So you could get a gallon of gas if you won. It's very cool. Um, but once they ran out of dollars, they'd start just giving mm. you food, which – was more valuable. So I cleaned up when I played bingo there and I walked out with like three or $4, which was a lot. Cause I was like three or four games. And then, um, like a bag of rolls and a bag Ooh, of so you got dinner for a while. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. So that's the closest I've ever gotten to a meat raffle was, okay. uh, was church bingo. Um, 
anyway, this has gone. We've gone down the rabbit very hole. Far but field, the, I but mean, the point I is, if you see a food raffle, court, get in on it. Gambling and food. <laughs> I would do any. I would do any food raffles or food bingos. Now I'm going to Vegas in a couple weeks, and I wonder if they have any. Y'all, food y'all raffles. play craps for butter. That's what you should say when you walk up to a table. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I will definitely do that. I'm there for a conference, but I would also be interested in a food raffle. Um, okay, so let's see. Right after they announced the cocktail party, um, Cam starts monologuing. And he's all like, I'm going to share something that's Total like really bombshell. Like every, every other person on this show. And it may send me home. So, and that's that's the kicker. You know, I love the and go. it may send me home part because when yeah. you contextualize it with everything else that goes on for the rest of this episode, it's just like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this might send me home because it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. It's just, it's just so <laughs> much to handle. So here we go, and. If you don't see me later, like that, that's why. Not because I'm crazy, but because I'm sharing this very sensitive story. And my favorite thing is that Mike just goes, <laughs> BS. <laughs> He's like, this is total bullshit. Like, yeah. no, you know. And then and then you get a shot of Luke S. using politician hands to be like, mm-hmm. this isn't fair. Um, he does like the Bill Clinton point. Oh yeah, you know, like the point. The point with <laughs> I love Lucas. Okay, um, so Cam takes mm-hmm. Hannah aside and says, "You know, you know how I'm an onion because well, I smell. Yeah, that that is just and this part is insane. That the the fucking onion thing. I've seen Shrek. Yeah." I've seen Shrek 10 times um, and I'm going to use the line from that movie that because I'm an he onion makes women layers. cry uncontrollably when he's around them. Seriously. Because yeah, I there's want so to many other him. reasons why he's an onion. So many people are allergic to him. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, <laughs> I want to cut him. Um, he's only good as a base. Um, okay. <laughs> He's not good on his own, okay? Unless you deep fry him. <laughs> now I'm getting to like Eddie Izzard territory. Like, you know, I like my coffee like I like my women with a spoon. Um, okay. back. So then he goes, back in the year 2014. Yeah. Because that's how people talk. Um, then he, they, I mean, I will say, okay, well, they don't do him any favors because they don't they they don't include like some of the important points of what he's saying. They just kind of come in and out. And I don't know if you did uh, the kind of research that I did, oh, but yeah. you know I, I did some research. There's, there's some shit going on with him. I did not yeah. look into it because I was just so like, ah. Oh, I have so much. Okay. So then he's all like, I had surgery or whatever, and my grandma passed away, and then something about amputation, and I had a 10-month-old puppy that I had to rehome, and, you know, and then I said, and he shared all this because why, and doesn't he still have a leg? Uh, (laughs) I feel like I would have noticed if he didn't. Um, So here's the deal. 
Cam has okay. lymphedema. And I don't know a hell of a lot about it. I have a link here. Um, I know that he, like, I mean, it's a chronic illness. It's something that gets misdiagnosed a lot of the time. Um, but it's something that can be like treated and managed with things like lymphatic Ooh, draining fun. and stuff. Yeah. Lymphatic drainage massage, leg pumps, and custom compression gar- garments help him live a normal life. But it's something that you get your whole, like you're, mm-hmm. you have it your whole life. It's just kind of something that you have to live with. It totally sucks. Um, but because they didn't catch that that's what it was right away, doctors were like, you're going to have mm-hmm. to amputate your leg, um, which totally sucks. Hundred percent, you know, um, and as you know, I've I've been through some shit myself, and I get the frustration with being either misdiagnosed or undiagnosed or feeling like, yeah, you know, doctors aren't understanding. What you're like I totally, I, I'm going into this saying I one hundred percent get this, but and and he had so he had some like infections, and he's had some surgeries. He had 13 surgical procedures over oh, four it's, it's years. It's good that he like, quit his job that for this show sucks. then. That makes sense. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, but it, I mean, I get it. It's like, that's a mind fuck, right? Like I, I totally get that anybody should feel that way and whatever, but. um, I, Okay. So the problem I have with all of this is, it's it's all in yes, the editing day where this comes together or how Cam explained it because he leads with to the guys, I'm going to say some heavy shit and I might go home. And what we get is I had an accident I and I almost had to have my leg amputated, but I didn't because clearly I have two legs. And then my grandma yeah. died. And uh, by, by the way, I had a dog at the same time. Yeah, it was just super bizarre. Weird. And then why so, would why would any of this lead to you going home? This isn't a revelation. I thought he was going to say like he was going to tell her he had a terminal disease or anything, anything other than that. Like that doesn't get right. you sent home. What are you doing? No, I mean it's it's like he's got a manageable chronic condition, like millions yeah, that's, of other. That's people not like third the episode of the bachelor material that's like you know what I, that's way later yeah, it's like that's like you know you know what i mean like that's that yeah. frustrates me because <laughs> it's like there are so many people walking around with so many things like that that they're trying to manage and yes some days are harder than others but it's just like a fact of life and whether it's like a mental or physical illness like everybody's got some kind of shit sure. like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, this is something that I like. I mean, there's very few people I think that mm-hmm. don't have something, you know, where it's like, I've got to contend with this the rest of my life or a really long period of time. And this is just my new normal. And this is what I have to do. It's like the more I spend time on this earth, the more people I encounter who have things like that. And the more I've been open about my own shit, the more people have come to me with theirs that they don't, yeah, air yeah. publicly, you know. So it's like, it's. I I totally get that that sucks and it can be really draining and not just lymphatic <laughs> draining. <laughs> but I'm ching. Um, it can be draining. 
<laughs> it can be draining and it sucks. And, and, and I, and I get that, but it felt as opposed to the other men who shared their stories, it felt 100% mm-hmm. inorganic. It did not work in his favor. It did not give him any points. Um, it just didn't, it didn't make sense for him to share the story when he did. And I got whiffs of Kelsey Poe sharing stories of her dead husband, um, from, from camp and this story. And also, yeah, there's no reason he should be sent home for that. That makes absolutely no sense. So it'd be like sending someone home because Mm -hmm. they have diabetes or so, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, why? (laughs) You just have like, you know, you have a chronic health condition. Like you shouldn't be sent home for that. That's just like your life. Um, But this was the thing that's crazy. Okay. If you Google this, this is my conspiracy theory. I have nothing to back this up outside of years of experience. Um, If you Google this, you'll see a lot of articles that sound very similar to one another on websites like the heavy and refinery 29 and websites like that about his condition, very detailed, lots of quotes from his Instagram. And I'm about 90% sure he hired a publicist to release this immediately. I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's that like, yeah. That makes sense. Well, especially because he's got to be in damage yeah. control mode now because if he's starting to watch this back, he's really looking like a psychopath. And, yeah. you know, maybe he's still looking for work and that's yeah. maybe not going so well for him right now. Right. So on the heavy, for example, um, on heavy or whatever. I thought it was the heavy. Did they just change it to heavy? Anyway, um, on May 27th, 2019, at 9.19 p.m., they updated it. Um, so it was like right in front of the, or like, you know, right after the episode aired, like an hour after, um, no, 19 minutes later. Anyway, crazy. So it's like, um, (laughs) this feels fishy already. Um, in December, 2018, he shared a post on Instagram about having Mm -hmm. lymphedema and about like how it affected him and he one of okay this was a part of the quote this is the thing that bugged me almost more than anything he said on the show um okay he goes fast for well fast forward to 2014 i experienced my first episode of infection in my right knee the past four years have brought me to the top medical hospitals in Houston, Los Angeles, and Phoenix. After enduring 13 surgical procedures, the only consensus that the doctors came to was amputation. The thought of losing my leg gave me crippling fear and anxiety. How would I ever be able to dance with my future wife, play sports with my future kids, and maintain a healthy lifestyle? I was like, how ableist oh, are you, you this motherfucker? Like- <laughs> I was so pissed. I was so pissed. I read that oh, and I was like, what am I going to do? You. Fuck you. Oh, like, okay. Say that to every person in the Paralympics. You know yeah, what I mean? It's asshole. just like, fuck you for equating having a limb with like yeah. your quality. Like, obviously your life is going to be different, right? The things you're going to do will change. The way you're going to do things is sure. going to change. But 
acting like your life is going to be over if you lose your leg, I think just like does uh-huh. you no favors. It just That's pissed me pretty off. Rough. <laughs> so my, it's like, it's like, it's like the moms who got interviewed, um, for autism speaks and they talk about, I don't know if you've ever seen these videos, but they talk about like wanting to drive their car off a cliff because their kid had autism. It's yeah. like, Oh my God, because your kid, because your kid's brain. <laughs> I know it's real fucking hard, right? Oh God. Oh my God. Like, it's like, Oh wow. They, their brains don't work the way my brain works. So, um, they shouldn't live and neither should I like, it's just, I mean, it's like, I mean, I'm glad you got to keep your leg. Obviously, that's ideal. Nobody wants to lose a limb. I 100% understand that. But if you, for some reason, needed an amputation for an infection or Mm -hmm. whatever, an accident, you could still dance with your future wife, play sports with your future kids, and maintain a healthy lifestyle. And if you act like if, if you write something about it on Instagram that insinuates that you couldn't, you're you're like thumbing your nose at all of these people who work so hard to like yeah. have a, you know, have like a high quality of life with like al- an altered God. situation. And it just it really rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know. What an that asshole. shit just All right. Really well, now, now I feel better because I, mean, I mean, for a second, I was just like, "Oh wow, the editing made him look worse than he is," which I'm sure is the case in a lot of these situations. Like, no, he's a piece of shit. It's good to know. I mean, if you look at like the pictures too. Um, hold on, I'm going to send you this link. Um, <laughs> if, if you need to see this, um, if you look at the pictures for um, that are like attached to this post, they're just like two pictures of him like before and after everything happened or like when everything happened. I don't really know. Cause he's still got the same thing on his leg, but it's like maybe four okay. years let apart. Me, let me take I a look know. here. I'm, I'm bringing um, it up. <laughs> oh wait. Now this says in 2002, he was diagnosed. Wait, wait, I'm so confused. Huh? Oh, he was diagnosed with lymphedema in 2000. I didn't so even did it have anything to do with his accident even... or what? No, he was con- he was diagnosed with lymphedema in 2002 and in 2014 he had his first he had his first um infection. Mm-hmm. And they thought he was going to get amputated. But uh, this is even more confusing. But then he said there was a diagnostic procedure that saved his leg from being a- amputated. Um, so he always had it. Oh, God, that's even more confusing. What? Yeah, this Jesus. He had it like his whole life. And oh, fuck this guy. Um, sorry. So even even the. Um, <laughs> OK, so he talked about 2014 in in his interview. But in this article and in this Instagram post, he talks about 2002. So I don't even understand how that's friggin' relevant. Anyway. I don't know. He sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh, God, I don't know. And he's like, this is something I've never been public about because I never wanted sympathy or for people to feel sorry uh, for me. Yeah, bullshit. total bullshit. Bullshit. Um, Oh God, 
just okay. Anyway, so let's not give that any more <laughs> time. So the whole thing is just crazy. <laughs> um, and Mike said said that Cam said that he did it for a pity rose. This is where Mike starts getting in the shit. But I don't know. I kind of understand doing that, but yeah, not. It's not going to do him any favors in the long run. Um, Cam starts like crying. And it's like, this is a very serious thing. But Hannah's feeling manipulated, rightfully so. And he obviously thought he was going home for other reasons. So this was like his Hail Mary. Um, And he was writing letters to guys in the house. And Hannah was like, why were you writing letters to guys in the house? If you didn't think you were going (laughs) home. Dear John letters. I didn't. And (laughs) and she's like, did you though? And he was like, okay, I did. And it's like, okay, another lie. Cool. And she was like, I'm not giving out a pity rose, so let's go to the rose ceremony and let's see how you do. Um, Here are my favorites so far. Garrett, John Paul Jones, Lucas, Jonathan, and basically nobody else, maybe Connor. Yeah, I I don't. I Um, mean, John Paul Jones, John Paul Jones, John Paul Jones. That's my list. (laughs) John Paul Jones. Did you hear us? John Paul Jones. He's my <laughs> he is great. Um, let's see. Okay, yeah. So then, all right. There was my note about you shouldn't. It's it's not to say you shouldn't mourn the loss of a limb, but it's weird to react that way. Okay. Here's who got the roses: Big Head Jed, Tyler Footloose, Dustin. Don't remember. I don't him. remember him either. Um, yeah, that well. I said, oh yeah. No, I remember him because he's he just wasn't on this week, really. But he was in he was on like after the final rose. I think he's cute. Um, he's like a nerd. He's not going to make it crazy far, sure. but he's like cute yeah. and whatever. Um, Dylan, the Dean Caniest of all of them. Uh, Grant, I kept mixing him up for Garrett, not the guy I was thinking. Luke P, watch him. Garrett, John Paul Jones, um, and he accepted it with gratitude. <laughs> as as he would. Um, Mateo, who? Devin, who? Lucas, yes. And the final rose goes to Kevin, the behavioral health specialist. We really haven't heard from much, but like he seemed cool in the first episode. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he'll be cool. Uh, Cam goes home and Jonathan does too. And I'm sorry, Jonathan, because you like pineapples on pizza and I was really rooting for you. <laughs> and you, and you, you have a, bit, you have okay. a very strong anti-pineapple stance. No, oh, I'm very, very pro, pro pineapple. pineapple. You saw me answer that That's question true. on Facebook. Pro I'm pineapple. Pro pineapple. Thank you. I am pro pineapple on pizza. And on his on the first day, the first thing he did is gave her a pizza with pineapple, which I thought that was very bold. That is a bold, bold. move. I, I would never do that. I mean, that's yeah. it's a coin flip was, move, really. I was extremely impressed by by the fact that he uh, gave her a pizza with pineapple. Baller move. So anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Pineapple can be on so, pizza. Goes, Don't be a pizza gatekeeper. Pizza gatekeeping is a tool of the ruling class. Thank you. This is a bachelor podcast. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Um, <laughs> that was really good. Um, let's see. Oh, I think the other guy who went home was the one who had that car seat with mm-hmm. champagne in it. Right. I think um, Joe and let's see. I said, Jonathan, I'll miss him. He seemed nice. Cam sucks. Bye. 
And then he talks in third person and he's like, if she truly knew Kim, she would know that's not in my nature. And now he's crying and I'm so sick of this asshole. Bye, Cam, you suck. And I hope you do not come to paradise. Go away, Cam. I hate white guy rapping. Go sell software in Austin. He's a white guy rapper. He's a creep. He's a liar. He's not particularly good looking. So really, what does he have going for him? No. He is not cute. He's like, like Weasley and... Also, these pictures on his Instagram don't look anything like him. Mm, either yeah, one. That's I noticed that too. It's kind of weird, right? It, they totally look like not him. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I have to send you this heavy link too, so that you can see the picture that I'm looking at because it's like him, like hugging flowers. I think I think he did like a. Like, fuck Hobby Lobby, but I think he did, like, a Hobby Lobby photo shoot. You know? Um, You can do that at Joanne's, too, and not be gross, everyone. (laughs) Uh, But I'm sure he did it at Hobby Lobby because he's the worst. Because he's the worst. Okay, so next week, uh, Jed kisses Hannah. She's on a boat with Tyler. Peter wears a good sweater, and Luke gets violent. Um, (laughs) The usual. (laughs) These are my notes. (laughs) Mike is out for blood. Luke S. says karma's a bitch and another ambulance. Hannah cries. And later this season, Luke and Garrett are yelling. Uh, and Garrett says, there have been some people questioning Hannah. Hannah's mad. And then she says, my husband would never say what you said to me. Um, I have a strong feeling Cam did a press release. Yep. Uh, and Garrett gets waxed at the very end. Of Everything the we look for. Actually, I thought that was very cool too. All right. So Garrett's maybe my favorite. I do think he's a good <laughs> match for Hannah and maybe, and like I said, I haven't run spoilers yet, which is very, uh, not normal for me, but maybe he'll start to creep up mm. in the episodes. That's my hopeful prediction. I do think they're a good match. He seems like even keeled, and they're both from Alabama. He's into Savannah, Georgia. So maybe she could convince him to move I, to Nashville. I, or they could both move to Savannah together. Maybe she's into that. Seems possible, at um, the very least. They could, be, they could be a good match for each other. So that's that's my hopeful prediction. Do you have any other closing well, I, thoughts? My only closing thoughts are, let's. it seems like, the the storyline moving forward is Luke P is going to implode and it's going to totally fucking rule. So look forward to that. Also John Paul Jones nation continue to support our boy. He clearly has no romantic connection. (laughs) I wish we could could, like text JPJ to, you know, (laughs) to like keep him like I wish it was like American Idol and we could like vote. Oh, that'd be so good. Hashtag JPJ Nation. (laughs) Tell The Bachelor you want your boy to stay. (laughs) Make sure you shame Hannah if she cuts him. I know, like, oh, he's so lovable. Who doesn't love Hmm. John Paul Jones anyway? All right. Well, until next time, this has been Bros Plate Special, the most dramatic Bachelorette recap ever. Bye. Bye.